Good morning, everyone. Today is called Guts Tug, the day after Yom Kippur. And the Moshe commanded the Jewish Hashem commanded the Jewish people to build a tabernacle for him. And we get ready for Sukkot. So hopefully everyone had a beautiful, surely everyone was signed and sealed for a good year, a healthy year. And uh, we continue. We are up to page 51, attracted to Edevin, 51a. So it says in the Mishnah that if a person is close to the city, but he's not going to get there in time for Shabbos, but he sees, he sees a certain place, a wall or, or a tree, and he says, I'm, I'm acquiring that place. Verbally, he says that that place is going to be. Uh, my main dwelling place in Shabbos and the wall, and the wall is 2,000 Amas from where he's at right now. And from that wall or from that tree, it's 2,000 Amas from there to his home. So then it, it, it's effective and he can walk from where he is back home. So Amar Rav, said, It's only that if he were to run, if he were to run, he was able to make it there on time, on time, right before Shabbos. But if not, not. It says that, that he couldn't make it. It was, it was uh, suddenly dark and it was, it was too far. It says, no, he means he couldn't get home in time. But of course he can get to the tree, he can get to the place where he's making and, and therefore that becomes his main resting place. He could get there. He could say, that it became dark, meaning kimaski kali kali. If he walks slowly, if he's walking like after the cholent, yeah, then he won't make it. But if he runs, so it has, to, and that's the halacha. It's only effective to say verbally because usually a native um, has to be either you put food there or you go there in person. But just to say you stand here and I'm saying, well, that's going to be my my center. It's only if he can run there and he can make it there. We're traveling. You know what? Our resting place, our center for Shabbos is going to be is going to be the palm that carries his brother. The other the other palm tree is leaning over it. So notice he he's designated a specific palm, not just in ge- a generality. This specific location, this is going to be our resting place, and from there, and from that will be the center, and from there we can go two thousand amas from where we are and back and home from there. Others say to see dikle the podik podik mori mekarya under the 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 palm tree that releases like like President Trump releases his owner from paying taxes because there's so many fruits there that he has enough money to take care of everything that he needs. In other words, a specific tree, not just the generality. He asked him, Yadol Imar, do you, are you familiar, Adab um, asked Rabbi Yisrael, are you familiar with, this, with these trees? He said, I don't know them. He said to him, Smechalai, rely on me. We learned the Braise, Rabbi Yisrael says, if there were two people traveling, one recognizes this wall of this tree, mm-hmm. the other one is not from town, he doesn't know. The one who doesn't recognize he, tra- he hands over his resting place to the one who says, you know, I leave it in your hands, your capable hands. You make a place for both of us. And he says, the one, the one that recognizes, that knows, say no, our wrestling, both of us, we're not And the mother just says, it's not true. Rabbi Yesu never said this, it's a stam 
Why did Rabbi tell that to Rabbi Yosef? That he knows if he'll say it in the name of Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef will, will agree with him. Whatever Rabbi Yosef said, he always gave a reason. Rabbi Yosef was bina. Everything he said was understood and makes sense. And therefore, whatever he learned, people received it from him. So he would accept him as an authority. Rashi also says, Nimaike also means Nim, he said, Kav. Kav means like a straight line. Everything he said was straight. You know, the people who speak, but they don't think straight and they don't speak straight. Everything he said, he had a, a straight head. A glaiche kop is a straight head. Everything he said was clear and straight and to the point. So when he, when he Rabbi would say, Rabbi Yosef, that Rabbi Yosef said this. Oh, Rabbi Yosef said it and I accept. Well, he, he rules and he explains it, so... Yes. Okay, Dr. Gibb, then the Mishnah continues that if he doesn't recognize or he doesn't know if that familiar, then the place that he is becomes his resting place. And from there, he can go 2,000 Amma. Where do we find 2,000 Amma? Where does it say in the 2,000 Amma? Obviously, most opinions... 2,000 Amma is only rabbinic, but fine. But you want to find something uh, le- something to lean on in the title. He says, It says that every person should sit. Sit in your tent. Don't go out to collect the money. So, you should sit in your place. That refers to the four Amas. Everyone has four Amas. Don't leave your place and don't go collect the money. This refers to don't go out means 2,000 Amma. Right, a little more than 3,000 feet. Minolan, how do we know? Where did it say in the Pasuk? How do we know it means 2,000 Amas? Amar Avchiz, the Avchiz says, Lamadna, we learn, Mokai mi Mokai. We have a Gzeda Shava. Gzeda Shava is a code word. Right. The Torah that puts a word and another word, and we learn, we make a link. Right. It's a link. Once it's a link. It's right. So here it says, Mokai, and right. we find elsewhere, Mi Mokai. Right. Now, there it says, Mokai, Minisa. And there it says, No man go out there. Okay, so so and he he he, he says he, he says the psukim. No, okay, so he says these these are the psukim. It says al Okay, so we learn makim imakim. Which other pasuk is referring to? It says makim. The other pasuk it says. It's referring to the this the city of refuge. So it says, I will make a place for you to escape. The stone who kills someone unintentionally, so to save his life, that the relatives cannot redeem the dead person's blood by taking his life, he has to run and, and, and the city of Yerush. So it says, it says there, Mokim. So here it says, Mokim, and there it says, Mokim. There the Pasuk says, a place that you will run, Yanus. So, okay, so now let's find another verse that has the word Yanus, run. So it says, that if the, the, the killer if the one who killed the person unintentionally leaves, another passage, if he leaves the, the limits, the limits, the outer limits of the city of refuge. Right. Right. Which was the city on each side, they had 2,000 all around. Yeah. Right. So it says Gvul. Right. So there it says Yanus, and there it says Gvul. Right. Gvul is limit, okay? Right. And then we find, we find another passage. It says, another Pasuk, it says, that the Goyal Adam, the Redeemer, the family member, will find the killer outside of the Gvul, outside of the limit of the city of refuge. 
outside. It says the word outside. Chutz. And then we find another pasuk, a fifth pasuk, that says you should measure the cities that were given to the Levites. The Levites did not inherit the land of Israel, but every tribe gave them a few cities. Altogether, there were like 42 cities, besides the six cities of refuge. And their cities also acted as cities of refuge. So the Torah says you have to leave them, you have to give them a city, and you have to give them 2,000 amas outside the city. The first 1,000 amas had to be like an open area, just an open space. And then a thousand amas for a garden, yeah, orchards, trees, yeah, trees. For food. No, no, I think more for shade, like a park, a park. Beauty? Beauty, a park, oh, and this. Okay, right. So 2,000 amas. So you take, right. so when the, I, the way it works, all these links, Xavier Shava, right. it's as if the word that says in another verse, you put it into the first verse. So, so these links, you have like five links, so it's as right. if, when it says in the Pasuk, right. don't leave your place to carry on Shabbos, to carry your vessel, utensils, to carry, to, to collect the man, right. it's as if it says there 2,000 Amas. Mm-hmm. So we know that you're not allowed to leave, uh, the, the limit is 2,000 Amas, you're not, that's your, your quarantine. Every Jew is quarantined on Shabbos, you're not allowed to leave outside of, the, outside of your area, 2,000 Amas beyond the area. From the city, from the city no. We still learn it from the city of refuge, which we learn from, oh. from the Levites. From the Levites. Right. Sorry. But the city of refuge is the same thing. Oh, You're right. right. City yeah. of refuge, if the person is within the 2,000 Amma, oh, okay. then, then, then he's from safe. The right if he steps outside of it, then the family, oh, okay. the redeemers right. could, could, could right. take his right. life. Yes, exactly. Right. Okay, so he says, so we learn... Every every angle outside the city, east, west, south, north, you measure two thousand amma. So go back to the first passage as if it says there two thousand amma. That don't leave. Everyone is quarantined. Don't go on Shabbos beyond two thousand amma from your resting place. Let's learn Mikira ir the Torah says, uh, Elif Amma. First, the Torah says that outside of the city you shall leave a thousand Amma's uh, open space. Don't do anything there. Don't plant anything. Over. So maybe it's only a, a thousand Amma. Maybe you quarantine the thousand Amma from your resting place. Not to go a thousand Amma. How do you know it's referring to the Chutz, which is two thousand Amma? But it says, Don in Chutz mi Chutz, when Don in Chutz mi Chutz. Because there the Torah says Chutzah. Yes, it means the same thing. It means outside, but it's a different wording. Here it's chutz. So when we are linking, we're linking, chutz mi chutz. Now, why did Gemara ask the question? Whenever you make a shava, we received it from Sinai. We don't make right, these right, things right. up on our own. Right. Fine, but we only receive from Sinai the word, the link. But how to link it, we know that chutz and chutz is meant to be a link. So maybe link it with chutz, maybe it's only a thousand amos. He says, he says no, because chutz and chutz is the exact same wording versus chutz, it's a little uh, variation. What do I care? Chutz and chutz, that makes it so different. Atana, we learn, the ship of Rabbi Shmuel learn, says, Veshova koyen, uboha koyen. Zui shiva, zui bia. These are the laws, the intricate laws of Nagoyim. If the house is a leprosy, it's a certain spiritual, supernatural phenomenon. The house would be leprosy, so you bring the koyen, the koyen has to check. And what he does is that uh, he has to lock up the house. And then a week later, he checks. So if it spread, what does he do? He has to break the, the stones. 
that has this leprosy, signs of leprosy, and he has to remove the plaster around it, replaster it, put new stones and replaster it, and then come again the next week and check it again. If it spread the second second week, then you break down the whole house. It's done. But if 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 it what if it doesn't spread, then you lock it up a third week. Now, what if after the first week, it doesn't spread. It stays the same. What do you do then? You come a second, you lock it up a second week. What if it spreads the second week, but for the first time? It didn't spread the first week. First week, it was intact. Just like you found it, when the Kohen came the first day, you found it. Seven days later, it didn't, nothing budged, nothing changed. Seven days later, it spreads. So, so, so if you read the Torah, literally, it seems like the Torah would say, break down the house. But the rabbis learn, we learn a Gzeda Shava link. Because right. there in the first seven days it says, it says, Vishava The second seven days it says, So we learn, return or come, it's all the same thing. I'm returning to the house, I'm going to the house. It means I'm going in and out of the house. Yeah. So just like the first week, if it spreads after seven days, what do you do? You don't destroy the house. You remove the stone. You remove the plaster around the stone. Right. You replaster it, put new stone, and wait another seven days to see if it spreads. Then if it spreads, then you, you, you destroy the whole house. So too, if the first week nothing budged, and you locked up a second week, and then you looked at it, examined it, and it spread, don't break down the house. Don't break down the house. Even though if you read the Pasuk, literally it seems that that's what the Torah is telling you. It says, no, that's not what the Torah means. The Torah means, wait, take another week, Remove the stone, remove the plaster, replaster, put a new stone, replaster, and then the third week, then the third week, if it's if it's if it spreads, then 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 you break down the house. When does the Torah say that if you if you if it spreads, um, you break down the house? That's only if if. The first week, after the first week, you took down the stone and, and you replastered it and put a new stone. And then you come back and it comes back, then, then you break it down uh, the second week. But if the first week it was intact and you didn't touch the house, you just locked it up again, you didn't touch anything, you just locked it up another seven days. And then it spreads. So it's like the first week, we, we the link of Shav, Ba, we say it has the same law, the same status. That, just take down the stones that have the leprosy, remove the plaster around it, put new stones, replaster it, and then if it comes the next week, then then you uh, break down the whole house. So even though it's not even the same wording, here it says Vishav, he returns, the Kayan returns, and here it says the Kayan comes. Right? The second week he, ret- he returns, he comes, but as long as it means the same thing, whether he's returning or whether he's coming, it means the same thing. He's coming into the house. What difference does it make? It doesn't have to be precise. So to over here, just because it says chutz and chutzah, it doesn't have to be precise, down to the last, same letters. It means the same thing. It means outside. So what difference does it make if it says chutzah or chutz? So let's, so let's learn out from chutzah that it only, only a thousand, you only get a thousand amas. You're quarantined within a thousand amas. But the answer is... When do we say that it doesn't matter, it doesn't have to be precisely the same letters and even the same wording? There's no other thing to compare it to. But here we have two options. One verse, it says chutzah, 
And one verse it says chutz, which is identical to the other chutz. Of course, we will always choose the identical. You learn from the identical, and therefore the quarantine is 2,000 now. Okay. Okay, then the Mishnah says that you have 2,000 Amas, Agulis. Agulis means you make like a circle. From wherever you are, wherever your resting place, you make 2,000 Amas like a circle around you. And the rabbis say, no, it's a square. Rabbi Hanina ben Antignes, make up your mind. How do you learn 2,000 Amas? You just said you learned it from the link, from the Gzeda Shava, from the city of Alevi, which the Torah says, you have to give the city 2,000 Amas. There it says clearly, it says clearly you give them edges. You don't make a circle around the city, you make a square around the city. So if you're learning the quarantine of 2,000 Amas, at Chum Shabbos, from the Levi, then it should be a square, not a circle. If he doesn't hold the Gzeda Shava, then how do we, how do we know of the 2,000 Amas? Mother says, Leila me Isle really holds the Gzeda Shav. Really holds of the Gzeda Shav. The shiny hocha here is different. The Pasik says, Zeyilahem Migrashayar. The Pasik says, Zeh. Zeh means to exclude. To teach me, to this you give edges, you make it into a square. In other words, yes, we do learn out from the Gzeda Shav, from the link, we do learn out. Shabbos from the city, but not in all details. This detail, this aspect, that it should be squared, that outside of the city of the Levi you square, that's only true the, in, this, in the case of the city of the Levi. In the case of Shabbos, not. It's a circle? Or it's a circle. A circle that's, what a, that's his opinion. We don't follow that opinion. Yeah, right, right. The question is, according to Aplinim Antignes, it would seem also the same yeah. as Ari Mikla. Right. And he would say, Ari Mikla also, it's only a circle. According to the rabbis, it says Zeh. What are they going to do with the Zeh? They say, they say it's, it's similar in every aspect. But the Torah says Zeh, it's coming to exclude something. The Torah says, On the contrary, he's not coming to exclude, he's coming to say, like this, all those arrested in Shabbos, you give them a, the edges, you, give, you make a, a square. Whenever we say that a person carries in the public, if you carry four amas, you're liable if you pick up something in the street and then you carry four amas. Oh, it has to be the agnel, which gives you an extra, an extra, an amma and, 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 and two fifths of an amma. Two fifths of an amma. So you're not liable, you don't get stoned until you carry not four amma, like six feet. It's more. It's more. It's more like a uh, right. It's, 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 more, it's more like eight feet. Yes, Papa. Papa tested us. He tested with the following question. He was testing his students. So he said, He had a pillar, in the middle of the public. It's ten tefachim high, a little more than two and a half feet. And has a width of four tefachim. But it was round. It was, it was spherical. It was circular. It wasn't the square. So he says, Do you need a 
you need four tefachim, it has to be like a box or not? Is it considered a shusayachid or not? We told him, We told him, isn't this what Rabbi Hananiah says? Yes, but it has to be a square. If it's not a square, it's not a, it's not a, 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 a private domain. Only a square has a, has a diagonal, not a circle. Right. Now, there's a whole discussion amongst the Rishonim. There's a discussion when he says that he carry four amas. Everywhere it says if he carry four amas. Now we're saying it's not four amas. It's really the 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 the, the angle there. The angle, right? Right. The angle is 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 much larger than the four amas. With a circle, you don't worry. It's all equidistant, right? Right, exactly. So he says it's five five point six amas. Five point six. Yeah, five point six. All right. It's an amma. It's a, it's a, it's one amma. It's like eight fifths of an amma. An amma and three fifths. So five point six. So okay. So some say it means. That literally, if you're going on an angle, if you're going straight north, south, east, west, then it's only four amma. But if you're going on an angle, then you have to go 5.6 amma. Others say no. No matter which direction you go, it's it's you give him you give it's 5.6. So a person. Now, some argue, what does that mean? It means you're allowed to carry? Some say even allowed to carry within 5.6 amma in a public domain. And Ramu says, no, you're not allowed to carry, but you don't get stoned, you don't get the penalty unless you go 5.6 amma. Right. Okay. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay. It says in the Mishnah, this is what we say, this is what we say, he's talking about the case, right? The Mishnah gives two cases. The Mishnah is giving us two cases. The Mishnah is a person who's traveling, and he's stuck. He can't get to his house, and he doesn't recognize any tree, he doesn't recognize any wall. So he says, let, let this be my Shabbos residence. That's one case. No, I'm sorry. One case is where he does recognize a tree in the trunk, and he says, let that be my residence. And the other case is, when he doesn't recognize it, and he says, wherever I am, this will be my Shabbos residence. And then, and then the Mishnah says, this is what the sages say, a poor man, he make an aider with his feet. And then he brings an argument, and the mayor says, it's only for a poor man. Huda says, it's both for a poor man and a rich man. And then the Mishnah also makes a statement and says, they didn't say one can make an aider with bread, only to make it easier for the rich man. Now the Gemara is going to explain who those statements are, according to who do they follow, what's in dispute, what's not in dispute. So we have an argument. Omar Abnachman says, The argument that the Mishnah brings in Abmeya and Rabbi Yehuda is only when a person says, The Erev is in the place that I am. When he says, The Erev is where I'm standing. Where I'm standing. When he doesn't recognize a tree, 
He's saying, where I am, this is where I acquire Shabbos. So this is, we have an argument. That Ameir Sovet, Ikad Edev, Epeza. Ameir Sovet, really an Edev, a true Edev has to be done with fruits, bread. with food. With bread. Yeah. bread. Yeah. Another then, since he's poor, he doesn't have bread. He's traveling. He's stuck in the way. Or someone is traveling. He's stuck. He doesn't have anything on him. He's not home. So I kill it up. I say, you know what? We're lenient. Wherever you're standing, this becomes this becomes your Shabbos. But a person who's sitting at home and he has bread, he can't just walk and walk and make a day. Right. He has to put food there. Yeah. The main native is if you do it in person. That's ideal. That's the best. Yeah. That's where you. That's where you settle for Shabbos. That's your Shabbos resting place. Echadonivech doesn't matter if you're poor or rich. But in the case where a person is traveling and he sees a tree two thousand two within two thousand amma from him, he says, you know what? That's going to be my resting place. So he doesn't have anything. He's not putting bread there and he's not standing there. He's just verbally saying, you know, that's going to be my center. That, that situation, that, in such a situation, everyone agrees that it's only in a dire situation when the person is traveling, he's like a poor person, he doesn't, he's, he doesn't have any food and he, he can't get there on time unless he runs very quickly. So then we, we're lenient and we say, you know what, it's enough just to look at it and to say, I know this place, or not even look at it, maybe you can't even see it, just to say, I know this place, and that's going to be my resting place. That's a leniency that the rabbi is allowed only in these circumstances. According to everyone, that's not the way to make a native. You can't make a native, either you can be a person, or you put food there. You're not there in person. You're not putting food there, just making declarations. If you're sitting at home, you can't just make a declaration. You know what? Why bother right, put right. food? Why bother go there in person? I'll sit at home and I'll say, you know what? My native is in this and this location. No, according to everyone, even Rabbi Huda says that won't work. It's only even the traveler. For the even for the poor guy? To anyone. Only, yeah, because let him go in person. Let him stand there. It's only the, only when he's traveling and he, it's, it's getting dark and he, he would have to run like a madman. So we say, you know what? In this case, we make a leniency. It's enough for you just to declare it. That's what Abnach would understand. Right. Zuish Amru. Yeah. Zuish Amru. When he says in the Mishnah, when it says in the Mishnah, the first statement, and this is what the sages say that a poor man may make an Ada with his feet. Mankatanila, this follows Rab Meir. Only a poor man can make with his feet. Only Rab Meir holds like that. Because Rabbi Yehuda holds that a, both can make it with the feet. That, that, that's the best way to make a neighbor. Vaheikoy, in which case is he going on? Which case is the Mishnah? Someone who doesn't recognize a tree or doesn't know that, that he's even allowed to make that declaration. So then he says, wherever I'm standing right now, this is my native. Right. So that works only according, only in this case we say. That's what Rabbi Meir is saying. This is Rabbi Meir is saying. Only in this case we allowed him. Because he has no food, he's traveling, he's stuck in the road. So therefore we allowed him to make a native just, just by, by being there. But, if person, but a person who's a rich guy who's sitting at home, he can't just go there in person. He has to send food. And the second statement that he says, the second statement says that when did they say you can make an native with bread only to make it easier for him? That's the opinion of Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda says, really, the main native is doing it in person. The rich and the poor. 
but, but in the case of the rich person, we have a leniency. If he's sitting at home, you can send someone, you can put food there before Shabbos, and you don't have to be there on Shabbos. If you do it in person, you have to be standing there when Shabbos comes in. So it's a lenient. You don't need to. He's a rich person. Why do you have to stand in person? Send some bread. You don't even have to go to make a messenger, put some bread there. Or you can put bread yourself before, before, before Shabbos, before Yom Tev, and then, and, then, and then it's okay. That's a leniency. That's what Abu is saying. It's a leniency. But Abu Meir doesn't hold of this leniency. Right, right. But a rich guy would never leave his, his home without, without provisions. You see what I'm saying? A rich guy would have no, servants, not, he would no, have... Not necessarily, but if he doesn't not have... Not necessarily, it, he would... Unless he or, was or, or also, but he can't get there, it's too far. Since he can't get there and he wants to go home, so the rabbit... The, right, but he wants to make the aid of 2,000... But he wants to make the aid of somewhere else. We said, remember, he has to run like a madman to get there in time. Right, right, right. So therefore, okay. that's a leniency. Right. You know, he's stuck in the road, right. so we allow him. According to that, that mayor couldn't make the statement, because according to that mayor... The main aid is through food. It's not a leniency. Right. That is the main aid. Right. The leniency is that you can, you can do it in person. And we only allow a poor person to do that. Right. Okay, that's how Rab Nachman understands right. uh, the mission. And the argument. Rab Chizda argues Rab Nachman. says, no. The argument in Rab Meir Rab Yehuda is in the case where he makes a verbal statement. Rameyer Savar, Rameyer holds on the in. How you feeling? Rameyer holds Savar on the in. Asher loy. Rameyer holds that uh, only a poor person, only in a case like a person who's traveling and he's stuck. So there we allow this leniency. But a, but a rich person not. Rabbi Savar, Rabbi says no. Echad oni vechad asher. Rabbi says that anyone can do this. This leniency, you don't have to be there in person. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to send food. You can just verbally say, this, this place that I know, that I recognize, that becomes my resting place and my center. Rabbi says, yes, you can do that. Anyone can do that. And just outright say, but, but when he makes a native, yeah. when he doesn't have a place that he recognizes or he doesn't know the law that he can do it verbally, he says, my resting place is where I'm standing. Mm-hmm. Even a maid agrees, that's the best way to make a native. The best way to make a native is doing it in person. It's not a... It's not a so everyone, anyone can do that, of course. So now he explains the mission. When the mission makes the statement, that, that this is what they said. That, that this is what they said, that a poor man can make a native with his feet. Whose opinion is that? But which, which case in the mission is he going on? So the case where he's making a declaration, he's making a declaration, and he's saying that my native is 2,000 amas from here, this, this tree that I recognize, he gives a very specific location, the trunk of the tree. So that mayor says, we only allow this in the case, in the dire circumstance, he's traveling, he's stuck, he would have to run to the tree, do like a chicken without a head. So we say, you know what, you can make a declaration. But other than that, we would never allow this leniency. Right. That's our mayor's opinion. Rabbi Huda argued, Rabbi Huda says, no, anyone. We have three ways of making a native. You can make it in, with food, you can make it by, by with going there in person, just, being there when Shabbos comes in, or just making a declaration, exactly. And the second statement he says, the Mishnah says, that we only that we didn't say you make a pass only to be lenient. 
everyone makes a statement, even Ameru makes a statement, because everyone agrees, Ameru and Abihuda, the main aid of is by doing it in person. Being when Shabbos comes in, you're standing, that's where your Shabbos is, that's where your resting place. It says in the Pasuk, don't leave your place, your place is your Daladam is where you're standing. But it's a leniency. The rabbi said, if you have food, you can put the food there from before Shabbos. As long as the food is there when Shabbos comes in, or you can even send a messenger to put it there for you, then it's okay also. It also acquires, it's also your resting place. Okay, so this is the argument in Rav Nachman and Rav Chiz. So Yimad is going to bring a b'raise to support. Yimad says, Tanya kavata de Rav Nachman. We learn the b'raise supporting Rav Nachman's opinion. It says in the b'raise, Echad ani vechad asher marvim bepas. A poor person and a rich person could make a native with bread. A rich person should not go outside of the Tchum. And he should say, that my, my resting place is where I'm standing. In other words, everyone holds, you can make it with bread, because that's the main native. The main native is with bread. That's the proper way to make a native. And, and a rich person who has bread, we don't allow him to make a native by going, by going in person and standing there and being there when Shabbos comes in. The only place we allowed him is a person who's traveling. So everyone who's traveling is like a poor person. He, 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 he's, he's on no choice. That's the opinion of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi argues, no. Because the main native Rabbi Huda holds is by being the person. It's a leniency that we allow the rich person to send food instead. A person, uh, usher can go outside of the tchum and he can say, This will be my resting place. That's the main thing of a native. The rabbis had a leniency. A rich person, he can send in the hand of a servant, his agent, to make it easier for him. He doesn't have to be standing there when Shabbos comes in in person as long as his food is there. Om Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda said, Maisei, Banshi Mamo. There was a story, it happened one, an incident happened once in, the, in the, the people of Mam, of, of, of Beis Mam. Banshi, Beis Gurion, Badrim. And Beis Gurion. Took place in Adrim. Shem Chalkin, Gregoris, Vitsimukin. They used to, they used to give out. Dried figs and raisins, laniyim b'shnei batzedes. The poor people during a famine. And the poor people of the village of Shichim and the poor people of the village of Chananya would come to the vill- from the villages because they were within four thousand amas of Aroima. They they made a, a, a tchum. They made they made an eretz which allowed them to walk from their city till till Aroima. And how would they make the tchum? When Shabbos would come in, they would they would be there. They would they would go there and stand there, and that would be their Shabbos. And the next day on the Shabbos, they would wake up and come to Arayma to collect. So what do we see from this? That being present in their Adiv, even though they, they were at home and they had food, and they so they were like rich. They didn't use food to establish the aid, uh, they went there in person. The rich is that they had two meals, and <laughs> they're not really rich. 
Right, so according to that mayor, it wouldn't be good. According to that mayor, Balabayas was sitting at home, was rich, who has food. Um, obviously, they had enough food for two meals. Even though it was a hunger, even though it was a hunger year, and they went, they went to get, but they went to get like, like uh, delicacies more, dried figs and raisins. Bread they had. They had bread for two meals. They were wealthy. They were distributing to the poor, so for them it doesn't hold, right? No, no, no. The poor, the poor people made, made, made the trouble. But nevertheless, they had, they had food for two. They were coming to collect uh, like, like, like delicacies, treats. So they had food. According to that mayor, they would have to make an native with the food. And, and he wouldn't allow them. So Buddha's bringing a proof to his, his, his position. Really, the main native is doing it in person. The food is a leniency that we allow, but it's not necessary. On the contrary, it's a leniency that we allow. We can also deduct of Nachman's opinion from the Mishnah. The Ketani says, A person is traveling to another city. To travel to another city for which they may make a native. That the other city, it's a mission that we're going to learn later on. A person went to a city that was within 4,000 amas of this city. How could you get to the other city? Only if you make a native. You make a native tchumen that allows you to go from your city to the next city. You put the native, the tchum, you make the native, your resting place in the middle between these two cities. So it allows you to extend your tchum to the next city. So if he set out on Friday to go to the city, which he can make a native, but his friend turned him back, and he, sent, he went back to his original location. Right. Maybe he told him it was too hot or too cold to travel. Someone called him back. Yeah. So who with the Leila? He can travel to the other city on Shabbos. Yeah. But all the other people, no, he can't make it for a diera for everyone else, right? Is that it? In this case, for the other residents of the town. See, he is allowed to go because he went there in person. He started to go there. He started to go there. Since he started to go there, yeah, so it's an aider, right? Yeah, and he started physically to go there. Right. So therefore, for him, it's a good aider. But others know. But the others know. That's the opinion of Rabbi Buddha. Avinu, when we ask, Maishna Iyu, Maishna Iyu, what's the difference in him and the city? He also went back to his, ha- ah, to his house. We're talking about a case, he has two homes, one in this city and one in another city. And there's two Tchumen between them. So it's like 4,000... Two and two, right, yeah. He can go both, yeah. There's 4,000 amas between one house and the other. So 
4,000 amas. So usually when you're in the city, you have 2,000 amas on one side, 2,000 amas. So I'm stuck in the middle. In the other house, I'm in part of that city, you have 2,000 amas. Right. Says, since he started going, his intention was to go to his house in the other city. So therefore, he's like a poor person, and therefore, he can designate his Shabbos even verbally. So he can he can designate it the Shabbos. He's similar to a pauper. He's stuck in the middle. Was he went out with the intent to get to his other th- other house? He was going to be Shabbos in the other house. Right. So he got stuck in the road. Right. So even though he returned to his original location, we look, we view his primary residence as the house in the second city. He so therefore, make, he's he like a traveler. A he's away from his house. So therefore, he can do it verbally. He can say verbally, my Erev is right in the center, in the center between the two towns, which enables him to go from his one house to the other house, on Shabbos. Right, 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 right. But all the other town people are rich people because they didn't travel. They never set out for the second city. So verbally, you can't, you can't designate. To make a native, either you have to be there in person or you have to put food there. Here, right. here he wasn't there in person and, and there was no food put out. So they're stuck in their city. Alma, what do we see? Koil b'makim pleini ani in ashalei. That when a when a residence is designated like in my in the place him. from afar, only a poor person, yeah. not a rich person. Right. According to Rav Chizda, according to Rav Yehuda, anyone could make this this this, this declaration. Even though a rich person, you don't have to be a poor person. You have three ways to make a native, according to Rabbi Hud. You can either in person or put food or declare. But here, clearly, um, clearly, the only reason they allowed him to make the native by declaring is only because he was considered a poor person. Since he started going to the other city, meaning he had a mind to be in the other house. And then he got stuck. His friend told him, no, it's no good. It's too cold, too hot. He better go back home. So he's like, stuck. he's like a traveler. When he went back home, it's not his home. His home is really the other house. That's where he wanted to be. And that's where he actually physically started going to. It. So now he's like a traveler. So therefore we say, you know, it's enough for him just to say verbally that in the center, that's my Edith, so Shabbos he can walk to the other house. But the townspeople not. So according to Rabbi Huda, why? Anyone can, can do that. Even the townspeople could also, should also be able to verbally announce that that's my center. What's the proof that? Uh... Oh, because Rabbi Huda says makes makes that opinion. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says that everyone is prohibited. According to Rabbi Chizda's understanding of Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda should have said it's okay for the townspeople also, even though they never walk there, even though they never put any food there. It's enough to verbally say that I want to I want to make the aid of there, and yet Rabbi Huda says no. So a proof to Rabbi Nachman, Shmami no. Then he says, Masni lo Rav Chiyah Barashi, Rav Chiyah Barav, Kamidarav. Rav Chiyah Barav taught the Mishnah, to Chiyah, the son of Rav, before Rav, Kamidarav. And he taught it, the way he taught it to him was, he said, Echad Oni, Vechad Oshe. That a, a poor person or a rich person could make an native without placing a native there. 
just by saying. You should also conclude the law. You should also say the law follows Rabbi Huda. And learning Ahad Ani and Ahad Asher. Or no? That what? Rabbi Huda, but only for an Ani or no? For everything? No, the way Rab Nachman understands it. Rabbi Huda just said over here. Yeah, that means that a, that a rich person can do it. Can do it. Um, can do it. Can do, can do it in person. We have beraglav. And he said that's the halacha. The law follows Rabbi Yehuda that anyone can do it in person. But according to Rabbi Nachman's understanding, yeah. that the law is like Rabbi Yehuda. But in the case of to verbally, verbally only works only for an ani. If you travel or if you stop. Okay, we'll just start to hold. You know what? Uh, no, let, let, let's let's ready finish the mission. Rabbi Barachonne, Rabbi Dagel, Dossi, Martivne, Le Pompadice. Rabbi Barachonne would regularly travel from Martivne to Pompadice. Omar, Teish, Visasi, Betzins. My Shabbos should be in Tzins. In order to allow him to travel from Martivne to Pompadice, Tzins was in the middle. 2,000 Amis in between, so he can, he can go there. So he would say it just verbally. But Nachman argues, and we brought a brayse that proves of Nachman's point. You're right. I'm gonna stop doing it. I'm not gonna do it just verbally. It's not gonna. It's not gonna do it for me anymore. I'm either I'm gonna have to go there in person or place food there. And that's Allah. Rabbi Bachama says, Ali Omru, Rabbi said, Shavas, if a person establishes a residence, beginning of Shabbos, Yeshle Daladamas. In addition to his 2,000 Amatchum, he also has, in addition, he has four Ams around him. And from there, he has 2,000 Amas in all directions. In other words, it's just like you say a city. So 2,000 Amas from outside the city in every direction. Right. So too, you give him four Amas, and from those four Amas, it extends, radiates for 2,000 Amas in all directions. So, it's, so you can walk more than, more than 2,000. 2,000 Amas and four. But he asked, the question that he asked is, what if he places his Zedu? He places food there. Does he also have four, four Amas around the food and from there you extend 2,000 Amas? No. From the food, it goes, to, it goes 2,000 Amas. Maybe only a person has four Amas because a person has four Amas around him, but not food. Tashma, bring your proof. Really, the main native is the way to, 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 to do it in person. But the rabbi said, we're lenient 
that he doesn't, or the, the rich person doesn't have to go in person, he can just leave food there. When Travis comes, the food is there, and that's enough. If you're going to tell me that he doesn't have the daladamas, you're not being lenient, you're being strict. Because if he does it in person, then he gets an extend an extra four four amas. And now with the food, he loses he loses those four amas. The mother says, "Oh come on, I feel like better." So he loses four four, four amas. I mean, come on, it's, the convenience. He's ready to sacrifice four amas. The convenience. He doesn't have to stand there when Shabbos comes. I feel like What's the halacha? Let's check what the halacha is, because it makes sense that a person said, why does a person have four amas? A person, the, the, yeah, dal amas kainas. The rabbis say that four amas around you is like your your choirs for you. It's like because neshama, a person has, you have the inner parts of the neshama that gives you internal life, nefesh ruach neshama. Then you have the chaya yechida. The, the aura around you, the, the transcends you, the and that spreads, and that surrounds the four amas around you. There's an aura. When Asaph walked yeah, in, uh, yeah, you're right. It's personal space, exactly. Six feet distancing is four ama, by the way. Six feet is four ama. <laughs> there you go. So um, exactly, everyone has their, their 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 personal space. So let's just look what the halacha is. I'm almost sure this is the halacha. Yeah, I, I mean, it sounds like it sounds like that's Takadalo. Anyway, everyone have a wonderful, wonderful day.